everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Miss Tammy Jaffe, and she is a breakthrough growth expert. So I'm excited to, you know, dive deep and get to know more about her, how she started this business, this career for herself, and how she's continued to grow herself as well as her client base. So hi, Tammy. How are you doing today? I am doing great, Maya. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, sharing your story and inspiring others as well. So I want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So like Maya said, I'm a breakout growth expert. And what that means is I inspire those who have been working for someone else in corporate or in another job and want to break free from the shackles of having to work for somewhere, someone else and get out there and start their own business and excel at their own business and figure out what that is. And so I help my clients go from employee to entrepreneur without all the headaches so that they can replace their income and exceed it. No, so most definitely. I think that's important because having that transition and knowing exactly what to do in the different little steps and also the mindset change. I mean, it's a yeah. huge, 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 huge change just because you go from someone telling you what to do, you have a blueprint for what you need to do, and then it's all completely new and you have no guidance whatsoever. So I think that's important. Let us know a little bit more about how you got started and how you found this pathway on your career. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I spent many years in corporate. I started off, I call myself a recovering CPA. I started off <laughs> on the accounting path and made some career transitions along the way and ended my corporate career as the head of technology for the third largest real estate company in the world. And, awesome. you know, when people are looking from the outside, they're like, well, you know, you had everything you wanted, you got the mm -hmm. ideal job. But the higher up I got, the more I realized that it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to help more people. And mm -hmm. I had always called myself a mentor manager. And mm -hmm. I was always looking for ways to help people improve and figure out what their next mm -hmm. step was. And I just realized that, you know, the politics and things that happen within corporate, were not what I wanted for the rest of my life. Um, right. You know, I had had some things happen to me and some stories there that I won't go all into. <laughs> but, you know, we've all been there. We've all had those sticky situations and we're like, okay, mm -hmm. what do we do next? Where do we go from here? And it was at that point that I started working with my own coach and I started working with an energy healer because I was having some physical issues. I was having mm -hmm. gallbladder issues and some other things going on and some pains and all of that stress, where that was being coming. unhappy. <laughs> yeah, the stress, the frustration. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that every part of our body gives us a sign of something that's going on. Mm -hmm. And it was through that work that I realized that, you know, one, I love the energy work. And so I went and got my own energy training and started just doing that with my family and things and mm -hmm. learning how to do that. But I also realized that it was meant to be a coach. And I started off helping people with their career transitions. And I still do some of that work and I still do some leadership work. But as I got out there and started doing this, people started coming to me and saying, how did you go from being a VP to starting your own business and, you know, being successful at that? And how did you make that transition? And myself, as long as men as many people, like I made mistakes along the way. Mm -hmm. And I realized that now I know those things to avoid. 
I know those bright, shiny objects that we all chase after when we become an entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> you hang up that shingle. It's like you get targeted by like everybody in the world and you're just like, oh, that sounds good. And this sounds good. And that sounds good. But there's a time and a place to do each thing in your business mm -hmm. and knowing like what to do in each phase of your business and what to do when you're first starting out and how to grow that from there is so important because it can save you so much time and money. And that's mm -hmm. what I focus on with my clients is how to grow their business, how to make that transition, how to get through those mindset shifts. Because yes. there's so many of them, like you said. Mm -hmm. No, most definitely is definitely a lot of growing pains, I would say, within an entrepreneurial journey, just a lot of learning. And I feel like, you know, the process of learning never stops just because everything is always changing, it's upgrading, it's innovating. And we just have to keep up. <laughs> so Absolutely. you have to keep up with whatever you're doing because there's competition. There's definitely going to be competition. So yeah, absolutely. There's always other people out there doing what you do. And that's a good thing because that means that the people want it. It's right. knowing how to put yourself out there in the right way. That's mm -hmm. going to get you the right clients. Most definitely. And I love, you know, about when, like to shift it a little bit towards like womanhood. Um, you know, as women, I feel like we're naturally born to just help others and just give advice and, you know, be that motherly person. So you do see a lot of women become coaches. And I, I love it because it's like we're using our craft, we're using our natural instinct to be able to help others in the way that we want to. Everyone doesn't want to do it someone else's way. Everyone has their own way of doing something. So I think that's where it becomes so unique in the field itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're right. You know, we have that caring instinct and want to be able to help and, and serve in different ways. And, you know, how you use that is critical to what you do. But mm -hmm. stepping out and doing it with confidence and stepping out and doing it with courage are things that women struggle with sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so you need to find those things within you and and do it the right way like you said i mean there's there's so many things you have to learn and some of those things you have to learn on your own like there's just right. nobody <laughs> that can save you from certain struggles because you're mm -hmm. not going to get past that struggle until you go through it yourself but mm -hmm. you can save a lot of time and money by doing it and getting direction from someone who's been there i agree i agree so what would you say were some of your biggest obstacles that you had to overcome while transitioning from the corporate world to owning your own business on your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so many. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest obstacle was me, to be quite honest. Um, you know, I think we are our own worst obstacles so many times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that when I first started, like I used to be on phone calls at least 10 hours a day nonstop, barely had time to do anything. And when I stopped working, I was like, I need a break, right? Like I didn't realize until I actually left how much of a break I needed. Mm -hmm. And I was avoiding having phone calls and getting on. And I'm like, I'm a coach. I have to get people on the phone or get them on Zoom, <laughs> which I do a lot of my coaching over Zoom mm -hmm. and to get people, you know, to get clients. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so it was like my own worst enemy in some ways and mm -hmm. the time, you know, learning how to manage your own time and learning your, how to manage your own um, deliverable timelines. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody, if you're used to working for someone else, they're determining 
what your deadlines are. Right. And now when you have to determine them yourself and hold yourself mm -hmm. accountable to them, it's a very different thing. It's mm -hmm. something that we all have to learn. And so there were lots of little obstacles along the way. I think some of the bigger ones though were doing the wrong things. I should say mm -hmm. doing the right things at the wrong time. Yes. So there were right Timing is so important. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It is. Yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time behind the computer trying to build funnels and build things and trying to do Facebook ads and all these things when that wasn't the right time in my business to be doing that. Mm -hmm. And I could right. have come out faster if I had been doing the right things. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. I agree. So um, how would you say your your definition of success changed in the form of corporate America and your entrepreneurial life? Oh, that is a great question. Um, so success when I was in corporate was about, I, I managed, you know, multi-million dollar projects and getting those done on time and getting recognition for those things and mm -hmm. being promoted. Those mm -hmm. were my terms of success in corporate. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and seeing my people successful as well, it was always a big part for me. Mm -hmm. But in, you know, the entrepreneur journey, it's very different. Your terms of success are what impact am I having on my clients? What impact am I having on potential clients? What impact am I having on people that I speak to? Because I do a lot of speaking and how am I leaving them? Am I inspiring mm -hmm. them? Am I leaving them feeling like they want to go do something new and fresh? Because that's what I want to do. And mm -hmm. so my terms of success have changed dramatically because it's more about the impact I'm having and mm -hmm. how do I connect with people? How do I get them inspired to go start their own business and do their own thing or whatever it is for them because everybody's different. And so mm -hmm. my path isn't the same path that everybody needs to take, but mm -hmm. figuring out what their path is and helping them in seeing their successes along the way determines my success. I love it. I love asking this question because everyone's version is different. Like if no one comes through and tells me the same thing over and over again, everyone tells me something different. And I feel like we have to recognize that we are all unique in ourselves. And especially in our digital social media age, it's so easy to get caught up in wanting things that other people are displaying. And just to show that everyone is unique in their own self and we should embrace that is so yeah. beautiful to me. It is. I love that you said, it. and you know, embrace who you are. It's one of the things and you know, you're, when, you know, I saw you out there and you talk about inspired possibilities and it's, that's one of my main themes. I have what I call the inspired possibilities retreat. And that's one of the things that we do is like help people embrace who they are within and then figure out the next steps and how do you take that to be successful. And so it's, it's fun to like see someone who has been you know, kind of covering up in so many ways, truly mm -hmm. embrace who they are and right. step out with that confidence and accept it and just put themselves out there the way they they need to be right i think that we as women we have so many things that are against us we have self-limiting self-limiting beliefs as well as someone else praying portraying their beliefs upon us that makes us feel less of what we are less deserving of what we are you know what's afforded to us all of these different factors that we have to overcome and it's just like 
creating a circle, creating an environment to say, you know what, you're worth it. You can do this. You can achieve this. Stop telling yourself that you don't deserve this. Stop telling yourself that you're not, you know, you're not worthy of this. And there's so many different things that women, I feel like we need to uplift each other with that, you know, it's not being done. So we have to create the environment within our, within our own community. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you've created that environment for your people and that you're doing that. I mean, it just, it shines through you and it's so, you can see your passion just coming out and what you do and how you do it. And it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just like, you know, I think that from a young age, we're not given the opportunity to explore. Um, I mean, from the time where we were, we came from, we came a long way. I could say that we've yes. come a long way. I mean, we, there was once a part point in time where we weren't able to own any type of property. Now a woman can do whatever she wants. You know, she can own whatever she wants under her own name. So we've come a long way, but there's still so many limitations put on us that we have to still break free from them. Um, especially just from a young age, not knowing the different things that are out there. Like I showcase different women on here all the time and let them showcase what they do and how they got there, the different things that they've had to go through during their journey. I mean, um, you've had women who have gone through different types of trauma and still overcome and been able to create success for themselves. So it's just telling a story that no matter what you go through, no matter what you experience, yeah. you can still come out victorious. Absolutely. And I love the way you said it. And, you know, I think to add to that, like, it's not even coming through it. And I was having this conversation with someone yesterday that was like, I've got to overcome it. And yeah. I've got to, and I'm like, you don't overcome it. You don't, yeah. that would be like saying, you're just going to put it all behind you. And it like, this happened to you for a reason. Mm -hmm. You become better because of that. Right. When you move through it, Mm -hmm. then you're able to see why it happened. And there's, you know, so many circumstances that I, that happened to people. And, you know, I've had them as well. Like I went through, you know, discrimination while I was pregnant. And if that had not happened, I would not be here today serving and helping people mm -hmm. because that's what made me shift and realize mm -hmm. like, this isn't the world I want to live in for the rest of my life. I want to have more control. I want to have more freedom. I want to have more flexibility in my life. And we all have to go through those things. And when you're in them, they mm -hmm. can see, seem so painful and, you know, just debilitating at times. Like I always say, mm -hmm. like you can get hit by um, a dart and it just kind of like knocks you back, you know, like, ow, or you can get hit by an arrow and it takes you out. And sometimes you're like, can't walk for a while and you just can't move forward. And it's those times like you, you know, you've got to just stop and say, okay, why is this happening? What good can come from this? How can I turn this around for myself? How can I go out and, you know, use your story, like you were saying to, to help other people get through it? How can you mm -hmm. take what you've done and be a light for others? Mm -hmm. I agree. I've, like, I've seen it so many times, um, different women, and like you would hear their stories and you're just like, wow, like I wouldn't even be able to tell that you're someone that's gone through such, you know, tragedies, such horrible obstacles in your life. And 
now you're using it as a gift to help others. And I think that's the true beauty in it, being able to heal yourself from within to be able to help others. I think that's the strength in healing, just being able to be a light and guidance to others who are going through the same things that you've gone through before. Yeah, absolutely. Said perfectly. Yes. So what would you say are some of your biggest life lessons that you learned over the years, both in corporate and on your entrepreneurial journey? Some of your biggest life lessons. Some of my biggest life lessons, one is to get out of your own way. <laughs> you know, stop beating yourself up. Stop, you know, doubting yourself mm -hmm. and find the direction. So, you know, a lot of times we just need to get clarity. When we mm -hmm. find ourselves, you know, stopping, not being able to move forward, not being able to make a change we want, a lot of times it's because we need clarity and it starts yeah. with clarity. Like you've got to be clear on what it is you want, why you want it and how you get there. And so, you know, finding that clarity, which will help build your confidence, it helps build your courage, it helps build your commitment. And so, you know, that's the one thing, you know, first thing I would say is, you know, get out of your own way and get clarity, mm -hmm. get the help that you need. If you need help with that, mm -hmm. find the person who's gone through it, find someone who has some answers for you or someone that you can even just brainstorm with about ideas mm -hmm. because we get too much in our own heads. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing I would say is never limit yourself with the possibilities, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I like to say the inspired possibilities because possibilities are endless. It's yeah. our mind that blocks them and says, mm -hmm. that's not a possibility. That's not a possibility. That's not a possibility. And we shut things down before we even mm -hmm. let them, you know, touch a piece of paper about yeah. even having an idea. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that's what keeps us stuck. And that's what keeps us from being able to move forward in the right way is because we're not allowing ourselves to think beyond, to think mm -hmm. what might even be possible if mm -hmm. you were to choose a different direction, if you were to look at doing something differently, if you were to choose this business that you want to do, but you keep telling yourself you can't because for whatever reason, you know, whether it's profitable, right. you don't think that's something people mm -hmm. want, you don't think, like we put these things in our head, but I bet if you start researching and you start going out and looking at what other people have done, there are successful people doing those same things. Right. I think there are so many different factors that contribute to, you know, those self-limiting beliefs as well as being in our own way, um, especially for women specifically. Just imagine all the things that girls are told at a young age. First of all, um, the whole notion of like girls never know what they want to eat comes from probably being told, oh no, we don't want that today. So it's like, okay, y'all make up your mind so that I can have some clarity within myself and I can know what I want to eat because, you know, everyone always makes decisions for women, for girls. So, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to be able to make those decisions on our own because we're always looking for some sort of um, confirmation, yeah. you know. I think that's where a lot of that stems from. Just and then the fact that a lot of times as kids, kids in general, girls and boys, um, we're not able to explore a lot. You know, sometimes there's a lot of notions that are just shut down. We um, we're told that you know there's the general um, successful um, careers where it's like doctor, teacher, lawyer, nurse, uh -huh. um, engineer, all of those, but we're not 
they, we're not like able to explore anything further than that really and it's like when we go to college we go get these degrees and we're like I really still don't know what I want to do so it's kind of like it stems way back from there I, I feel like yeah absolutely there's I mean so many things stem from our childhood right and things that we've been told and being able to move through them and yes. realize that the validation comes from ourselves the confirmation needs to come from ourselves and having it from external is really just in support of what you've already decided mm -hmm. and you've got to make the decision first you've got to be able to move forward first and you have to realize that your decision is just as important as someone else you know it's more important than someone else coming tell you what you should do you mm -hmm. need to to feel validated with what you decide what you want to do mm -hmm. and you're right i mean so many times we're just told you know <laughs> go do this and go to that and you know we've all had you know some some type of controlling parents one way or another or like mm -hmm. someone in in our lives that has tried to control different areas for us and and then you feel like you don't have the ability to choose those things yourself to be able mm -hmm. to make a decision for yourself to be able to speak up when you feel like you need to yes. because you've been told to be quiet all the time and it's not all your the time <laughs> yes and now as you're, you know, as you start growing and getting out into the world, it's sometimes hard to realize that you can now like have your own voice <laughs> and that you're not having to sit back and wait for someone else to tell you what your opinion is. You can have your no, own opinion. <laughs> no, most definitely. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, um, I tell people this story all the time, how my younger brother in school, he was like the questions king. I mean, he would ask questions about everything. And I think that's the beauty in childhood, being curious, asking questions, wanting to know. But then you have adults just because maybe they don't know the answer. They say, stop asking all those questions. You know? <laughs> so it yeah. kind of shuts down a curiosity in a child and that leads it trails them into their adulthood. So I think there's so many different factors like that. And I think being able to step in and overcome those things for ourselves and then step down and hand it back down to the younger generation would definitely help them grow into, you know, something sooner than realize what they want to do sooner than most people were able to, you know? Yeah. And I think about those things all the time now, cause I have young kids now mm -hmm. and you're, you're always like, especially when you've, you know, you're in our world where you do coaching and consulting mm -hmm. and you've been told all these things that your childhood is messed up for you. You start thinking like, how am I going to impact my own children? Right. <laughs> so, you know, my, my youngest who is now seven, she, mm -hmm. I mean, she's a negotiator. I mean, she just is. Like, that's, she's going to ask a million questions. She's going to negotiate with you with you when you tell her no. And many times, like I've had this conversation with my husband, like we can't kill her negotiation skills because that is a skill. That is something inherent in her. And so, you know, I know many times, like if my parents would, if I would have been like, but mom could would maybe do this or like, and there'll be, they just be like, no, I told you no. Right. I mean, that's how we all grew up. <laughs> and you just listen, you don't get another choice. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm always thinking like how, like if she comes up with this great idea, like I have to go with it. Like she'll right. tell her no. Negotiate queen. Negotiate yeah. queen. That's going to be her, her, her bread and her butter in the future. Oh, yeah. 
Like I used to, um, whenever I would want something from my parents and I felt like I really needed to like convince them just because I was like, okay, this is going to need a little more extra juice on the, on the fuel tank just to get them to get it. So I remember when the iPhone came out, I believe I was in like sixth or seventh grade and I just had to have an iPhone. So I wrote, I mean, I think it was like a two to three page essay about why I needed this iPhone, how it would help me out as well as them. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a whole essay for them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes. Oh, she's already asking for the phone. We're like, are you 12? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, the, the crazy thing about that, um, I think I had, I don't know how old I was, probably like, I probably was 12. I think I was 12. I, but I think I had my first phone, but back then it was like flip phones. So, you know, it wasn't like all the social media and stuff going on, but when yeah. we went on the, they had safety patrols where you go to Washington DC. So that was when I got my first phone. But um, I was watching the social dilemma on Netflix and it's crazy how they show that when social media and smartphones increased, they showed an, a rise and increase in teenage and tween girls and cutting themselves and having um, suicide. So it was just like the correlation with that shows you how detrimental it is to our society. They, they even have girls wanting to like tattoo filters on their face. Like basically it's, it's insane. So wow. yeah, definitely wait on the cell phone. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you have those moments as a parent that you're like, okay, am I being too controlling by telling them? No, they can't have a tattoo. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> it definitely influences. Like, yeah. I mean, sometimes I can go in there. I'm like, okay, like you'll see like some food come on and you're like, oh wow, now I'm hungry. And like, you just ate, like, come on now. Yeah. Like it's, it's so tempting. It's yeah. so tempting. They they told um they talked about how they make it so that it is addicting. Even the people mm -hmm. who are creating it are you know falling victim to it. So it's like if they can't even overcome it and they're not letting their kids be on social media, then what like why are you letting everyone else be on there? <laughs> yes, it's it is scary. I mean, it's a scary time to be a parent. I mean to to have to make some of those decisions it's a scary time to be on social media at times it's you don't know how you're being influenced you don't know how you're being tracked mm -hmm. and there's a lot of concern about it and yeah. you know it's like some things you just have to trust and you know right you're protected right. <laughs> you gotta you know figure out a better way to do it no, most definitely. I agree. So if you had to say one thing to women and girls around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations, what would it be? I love that question. So I, I think what I would say to all of you is follow your heart, follow your dreams. Don't let someone else tell you what you can and can't do, but at least pursue it, research it, figure out what works best for you because you know you are truly blessed you all of us i mean every single one of you has something within you that needs to shine and i want to see all of you out there shining i want to see all of you out there inspired i want to see all of you out there doing what you love 
I love it. I love it. I totally agree. Everyone, let your light shine, be an inspiration, do what is your heart's desire. Um, I do want to give you the opportunity before we close out to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you for services, if they want to follow your journey, how can they do that? Yeah, the easiest way to, is to go to my website. It is TammyJaffe.com and my name is spelled a little differently, so I will spell it for those of you listening. It's <laughs> T-A-M-I-J-A-F as in Frank, F-E. So TammyJaffe.com, you can set up um, a time to chat with me there or see what resources I have coming up. I love it. I love it. So guys, that will be in the show notes as always. And we do thank you, Tammy, for sharing your light, sharing your energy, and just being an inspiration to women around the world. It was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure having you on the show. Great conversation. I enjoyed it all the way. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure being here with you all. Oh, thank you. Well, we thank everyone once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.